Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Liaison Radio, the show that discusses your fake soaps, and digital drama series. I'm your host, Christy, from New Orleans, joined by my co-host, Celia, in Memphis. Hi, everyone. We are pleased today to have a special guest with us for an interview. You may know her from her time as Jennifer Rappaport on One Life to Live, or as Crystal Amherst in the digital, in the digital drama Ladies of the Lake. She's also starred in the digital dramas The Bay and Beacon Hill. In addition, she has an impressive long list of television and film credits, such as co-starring in Role Models, Living Among Us, Mixology, and the recent Party of Five reboot on Freeform. You can catch her in the upcoming original Lifetime television film, Cool Boy Nightmare, premiering September 7th. Welcome to Lee's on Radio, daytime Emmy-nominated actress, Jessica Morris. Hello, how are you? Great to be here. Great to have you. Thank you. Hello. I apologize. Um, I have three kids at home learning because we're doing that whole social learning at home thing, our school oh. district is. So um, I apologize if you hear any back noise. I'll try to mute as best as I can. But if you hear a little child, it's probably one of mine. <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> you know, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. That must be an interesting challenge. Oh, it, it, it is. It's. I have a first grader, a seventh grader, and a ninth grader, so it's it's all over the place. Oh. <laughs> so I'm I'm currently hiding in the playroom right now. <laughs> <to have> this <laughs> interview. So um, with that being said, um, we like to do like a little icebreaker game with all our guests. Would you like to do that with us? Yeah, sounds fun. Okay, we're gonna do a this that game. Just a quick this that game. Um, to break the ice and to get everybody's nerves, you know, calm. So the first one is sweet or salty? I would say, oh, gosh, it's such a hard decision. Um, salty. Salty. Warm weather or cold weather? Warm weather. Um, are, do you like horror or romance? Romance. Are you a city girl or are you a country girl? Country. Country. I like country too. Um, do you dress up or dress down? Do you prefer to dress up or dress down? I like to dress up. And be pretty. That yeah. is so great. Well, I'm going to shoot the interview questions. Do what? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, even when I'm home by myself, I wear I wear dresses and stuff like that. I just, I feel better like that. I love that. You know, some people yeah. just like to dress up, even if they're at home, and some people just like to look like a hot mess. Um, 
me. <laughs> I, I try, but you know, sometimes it's just like, you know what, you get what you get. Well, it's like whatever, wherever, however you feel is comfortable, you know. That's yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm going to shoot the, the interview over to Christy so she has some a few interview questions. Miss Christy. Okay, All right. Uh, well, speaking of comfortable, I'm currently in yoga pants because I'm going to work out later. So <laughs> that's for you. My comfort zone. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right. So, Jessica, you have an incredibly impressive resume of television and film credits that you developed since you were 16. But if you weren't acting, what could you picture yourself doing instead? Um, you know, whenever I was deciding to, you know, pull the trigger and really go for an acting career, I was on the fence between being an actor and being a psychologist. And I still find psychology very fascinating. And I think I kind of used that in my acting career by, you know, analyzing human behavior and, and things that I can use in the roles that I play. Because um, all of that, you know, human behavior, human psychology kind of goes hand in hand with, with acting. Um, so. I'm still very interested in that. And there's times where I'm like, maybe I could still do that at some point. Cause I, I would love to be able to, you know, talk to people, help them, guide them. So yeah, that's what I would do. Cool. Yeah. I like that. All right. In the soap opera community, you're well known for your role as Jennifer on one life to live. Who did you like working with on the show? Uh, I loved working with Catherine Hicklin because uh, you know, some of our storylines were just so crazy together. You know, her character just completely went insane for a while and actually like, literally went into, you know, like an insane asylum. And uh, that was just fun because I think our dynamic was great to play on. We had this very dysfunctional mother-daughter relationship, but we were like the exact same person in a way. You know how like family members, like they hate things about the other person, but then it's because they're the exactly the same way. That's kind of what our dynamic was as mother and daughter. So I thought that was really fun to play. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I know that I know um, Celia herself is a big fan of like seeing that dynamic that you had on screen. Mm -hmm. with I did. Oh, I love the Lindsay Jennifer. Like it, it, it was crazy to watch, but it was so fun to watch at the same time. <laughs> Thanks. So. Yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed watching it as much as I enjoyed playing it. Awesome. Well, as many soap fans know, actors have to memorize 40 plus pages and do scenes in one or two takes. So what would you say is the greatest lesson you learned from acting on a soap opera? It definitely helped me to memorize a lot of dialogue very quickly. I mean, I can pick up a scene and look at it once and basically have it off book, um, which, you know, well, sometimes impress certain people, but I think it's just because of the years of my training on soaps, and I think that most soap actors can do that. Um, also, I learned um, how to be ready to give my all on the first take. You know, when you're shooting a film, you have a bunch of different angles, and then you have to kind of, like, adjust from there because you don't want to also give all your all on the wide shots. You have to, like, save it for your close-up. And so, mm -hmm. uh, but, I, but I am always, like, ready to give you know, the best performance right away. So I kind of have to like use that, but then also adjust it to, you know, 
if it's a very emotional scene, for instance, I, I kind of have to make sure I don't give my all in the first wide shot because I've got to kind of save a little bit of that, you know, if it's a little tear or whatever, right, for the, for the close-up, you know. It's very, you have to manipulate your emotions. It's very interesting. Absolutely. I mean, I have so much respect for, for soap actors, and that always upsets me when people are like, soap operas are terrible, it's bad acting. I'm like, no, you have no idea what they go for. <laughs> right, right. The fact that they're getting like one take and shooting a whole episode in one day, you know, and like with some kind of kooky storylines that are hard to sell sometimes. So the fact that, you know, they're making it as right. doable as they are, I think, is, you know, shows their professionalism. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you and so many others um, pull it off. Uh, so that said, is there is there any actor in the soap opera community or even in film that you would like to work with that you haven't yet and why? Well, you know, um, I was on the show with Cassie DePaiva and I know I, I must have had some scenes with her at some point, but we never really had any storylines together. And she's such a good actress. And yeah, we never had any like anything juicy between the two of our characters. So I would love to work with her. I think that would be really cool. I think we could do some good work together. That would be a great dynamic, you and Cassie. Like yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, and I just like her as a person too. You know, I just feel comfortable with her. So I think we could get some really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's she's amazing. So I've been mm -hmm. watching her on movies, and she's incredible. Oh yeah, uh, So that kind of segues into the next question. If you could be on any of the four remaining daytime soap operas on television, which would it be? Young and the Restless, Old and the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, or General Hospital? Hmm. You know, I, well, any of them, honestly, depending on the if it was the right role, I will say that. But um, mm -hmm. The one that I watched as a kid that made me actually want to be on a soap opera growing up was General Hospital. That's been the one that I, like, I've always loved. So, yeah, I, I would just say if I had to pick, I would say that one, but any of them, honestly. Uh, yeah, that was the first soap opera I watched, and my mom watched it when I was a baby, and she would put me down for a nap, and uh, she'd watch it, and... That theme song always seemed familiar to me. So when I started watching it, it just kind of made sense. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right. Well, one of the great digital dramas that you've been a part of is Beacon Hill that have many strong female characters. What has your experience been like working with amazing women on the show? Well, you know, they're all just, you know, really good actors and down-to-earth people that cast is um, full of really nice you know quality individuals and I loved shooting in Boston so that was um, very like an enriching experience to be you know out of town and in such a beautiful area um, that I'm not that familiar with uh, so yeah it, it was it was really nice I love you know the first um, season that we shot was with um, Alicia Minshew playing um, the Catherine playing my girlfriend, and then um, we ended up shooting uh, Nadia Bjorn Bjornland um, like for the second season, and uh, so yeah, it was it was kind of different. They, they both bring something completely different to the character, 
um, you know, I, I, but I had a connection with both in different ways, you know, Alicia is just very like funny and also very kind of like sweet and vulnerable and Nadia is um, like a little bit stronger and, um, you know, gives off like a, more of a, like a fierceness about her. And I, both were great. I just, I enjoy both of them very much. That's awesome. What would you say your dream storyline would be on Beacon Hill? Well, you know, my character so far has been kind of the, the, um, the girlfriend who's being a little ignored and not appreciated. And then she also, you know, there's a cliffhanger in the end where it shows that there's some secrets that she has as well. So I guess I'd like to see more of, I'd like to see her come into her own um, to maybe maybe get past, to reveal what, you know, she's been dealing with and the secrets that she's holding. And then also to, to put her foot down and maybe, maybe break up with Catherine, you know, um, and realize she's not in love with her like she should be and you know find some something someone else finds her own life because at, at that point you know you know how that happens law of attraction if she pulls away and does goes and does her own thing and finds happiness in her own life Catherine's probably going to come crawling back yeah that's great awesome um, I got a chance to watch Ladies of the Lake, and I really loved you in it. I think you had some really great storylines, and I remember the whole first season I was watching, and I was like, so when is she going to hook up with, like, the, the hot detective? <laughs> so I was really um, interested the entire time watching it. So what was your experience like on that show, and do you know if there's any plans to bring another season back? I haven't heard of any. I haven't heard them talk about another season, but I would love that. You know, the first season was pretty intense because my character had just gone through, um, you know, a miscarriage, and um, you know, ended up overdrugging her her husband, was being you know cheated yeah. on. There was a lot of serious. It was very dramatic, and yeah. which, was, which was you know, kind of cathartic to play and everything, but. And I felt, I felt happy with my work in that one because I love, you know, drama. But, and then season two was um, a little more fast-paced and, you know, and more action-packed, which was fun. But I feel like there needs to be a third season too. I, I feel like I mainly really wanted my character, I wanted Crystal to have some love scenes, you know, because there was so much flirting going on with, with Kyle's character. I'm like, why was there never a steamy love scene? I feel like there needs right. to be, right? I felt like and, that too, and I felt so bad for her and her like husband that treated her like terribly. And that whole scene where she watched him, I was like, oh my gosh, very intense. Yeah, to kind of see her um, a little, a little spunkier and enjoying herself a little more would be fun, and kind of getting herself maybe into some more trouble would be interesting too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Great. All right. So shifting gears, you are no stranger to Lifetime movies, such as The Wrong Teacher, The Wrong Student, and The Wrong Roommate. Uh, later this year, we'll also see you in The Wrong Fiance. I noticed a theme in not only the titles here, but also in the film about mm -hmm. love, love gone wrong. 
what is it about the scripts of these films that draws you to act in them? And do you find parts of yourself in these characters? Yeah, with each character I play, I definitely try to find a parallel in whatever they're going through, maybe not specifically, but just the feeling that it makes, that, that, bring, that it brings up for them. Um, I try to find, you know, times in my life, if not currently in the past, that I have felt something similar and I try to connect to that because I think finding that like internal connection is the thing that really, you know, will make your performance a little more believable and, and, um, and make it more enjoyable for me to play as well, um, to kind of really dive in there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I, that's what I've done basically. I and mean, these scripts where the, where the, the girls usually struggling, the woman's struggling with, you know, making the right decisions in love and in life. I can for sure relate to that. So it definitely um, resonates with me. Awesome. I'm glad you can um, relate. I'm sure you, I mean, you played so many, so that is pretty I'm glad that relatable. Um, something I noticed, you've acted alongside Vivica A. Fox and Jason Shane Scott multiple times in the Lifetime movies mm -hmm. that you've done. What are three words you would use describe your co-stars well Vivica is so hardworking. she's so giving and she's just such a pro um, she you know she's been around for a long time she has a huge resume that's very impressive but she does not for one second treat you like she has a better resume than you you know what I mean she She's just all about the work and, you know, wants to run lines a lot and just wants to get the best scene possible. She's very much a team player. Um, Jason, he's just a sweetheart. And he's, he's very talented. And I feel like I, you know, I've known him for so many years at this point because um, he played my brother on One Life to Live. And, and now it's like seeing him over the years and in these different projects, I feel like I've seen his work improve. You know, I've seen him evolve into um, this more dynamic actor, which is really fun for me to see and to be a part of. Um, so yeah, and then on, and besides his acting, like I said, he's just a total sweetheart. Um, he, I feel like he doesn't have a mean bone in his body. He's just um, thoughtful and considerate and sweet. Here. Right. In addition to working in lots of dramas, you've also acted in the upcoming horror film, The Anya Club, and are in the upcoming television comedy, The Upshaws. What genre of film or television do you gravitate towards the most? Drama, comedy, or horror? I like drama the most, and I feel like that's what I'm the best at. I have booked a lot of horror things. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I would, I would choose that. If I, if I got to you know, choose, I'd rather be in a straight drama or maybe something that's a little, you know, psychological, like um, psychologically twisted or maybe a little sci-fi could be cool, but I wouldn't really go for anything like super bloody, and even though it's like lighthearted and fun to do comedy, it's actually, if you don't have a ton of experience with that, since I've done primarily drama, I feel like it's actually a little more challenging for me to do comedy and I, I welcome that challenge but like when I was on the set of the Upshaws you know I was a little more nervous than normal because um, you know comedy is 
it's not just like all ha 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 laughs and fun. I mean, it's, it's all about timing and like, you've got to really hit these, those beats to make sure that they're funny. And, you know, if you, if you're not a naturally funny person, it could be a lot of pressure, you know, it can be a a little, um, for me, for me, it's challenging is all I'm saying. But, um, so yeah, I would, I would choose drama because that's the thing that just comes naturally. Like I can cry easily, you know, I can get into the, the seriousness of the role very easily. So I would choose that. Yeah. Okay. I thought you'd probably say that, but, um, I really like that you're, you're doing comedy too with the Epshaws. I noticed Wanda Sykes is in it. Is there anything that you learned from her while you were working on the show? Well, yeah, um, she, you know, she was behind the monitor and, um, you know, she's, you know, producing as well. Um, so I wasn't in the scenes with her and she was not directing, but she was also giving notes and like giving kind of like alternative funny ways for me to, to say the lines and seeing that and how she likes to play around with, with the lines and, and, the, and the scene um, definitely inspired me, you know, and I, she's a hilarious woman. Uh, yes. And Kim Fields, who I did the scenes with, I play Kim Fields' friend at you know at work, and um, she's just uh, she's great too. She's just, she she does some wacky things like she, you know she she just makes these really um, unpredictable choices sometimes, and so I learned from that too. She was um, really really something else. She's great. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. It seems like she'd be great to work with because I, I find her hilarious as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, besides acting, you've also directed, produced, and written scripts. Do you have any upcoming plans with your scripts or producing or directing? Well, um, I do have things going on. It's, you know, I always am a little um, hesitant to say if I don't know for sure 100% it's happening. I mean, I guess I can tell you what's happening and then if it if it doesn't happen just know that it fell through <laughs> but um yeah i mean i do have like this possible opportunity to work um to write these two um tv movies that will be shooting back to back in taiwan i already have my work uh, my, my passport stamps i've got my work visa for taiwan but i just um don't have confirmation of like the dates of when it's happening it should be happening in the next like couple months um but it's kind of like I'm not sure about the dates yet, but it seems to be happening. So that would be where I'd be writing both features with my writing partner, Melissa Archer, who was from One Life to Live. And oh, yeah. I would also be, I'd also be one of the leads in, in both movies. So I will tell more when I can. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Great. everything, you know, goes the way it seems to be going. But um, that's very promising. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm glad you're working with Melissa. I'm Thank sure you. there's a lot of fans that be looking forward to seeing whatever it is that comes out. Thanks. All right, so September 7th, we have your next Lifetime movie, Pool Boy Nightmare, that's gonna premiere. What makes this film different from the other Lifetime films you've done, which follow similar storylines, and what do you enjoy most about working on it? Well, for this movie, um, the director, Rolf Konefsky, who I'd worked with before, you know, he's done a lot of, um, like, different kinds of genres, but a lot of horror movies, and and things like that. And um, this was his first um, lifetime movie. 
And he kind of had a thought that he wanted to shoot it a little bit differently than the TV movies that he's seen before. He wanted to add a little more action, you know, less like standing and talking and making it a little less like soapy and, and like less of the drama and, and make it, you know, a little more like interesting camera angles. And, you know, even though we were lacking in time and resources slightly, he wanted to, you know, he did a bunch of different angles and he kept trying to find a, an interesting way to to make the shot look. So I think I'm hoping because of that, I haven't seen the movie yet that, you know, it kind of elevates the project slightly than maybe some of the other TV movies, you know, that I've done. Um, so I was excited about that. And I know, I know the, um, the DP I'd worked with before and he's really um, gets beautiful shots. So um, that was fun to work with some of the people that I already knew. And I also really liked working with um, Ellie uh, Darcy Alden, played my daughter. Um, she um, was in one of the Harry Potter movies. She played a young Lily Potter in a flashback. And um, she's a really wonderful British actress um, who has a great American accent. So, you know, I really enjoyed working with her too because we had a lot of scenes together. Um, and she just really was so present and so open as an actor that it was very easy for the two of us to develop, you know, a great bond in our scenes. I'm excited to see that come together. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see. I don't watch a whole lot of Lifetime movies, but when it's like one of my favorite actresses like you from Soaps, I'm like really interested. And I saw that little preview and I was like, whoa, (laughs) that looks it's wow. exciting to watch. So. Oh, good. Thank you. I hope you can watch it. Yeah. I kind of grew up on Lifetime movies, too. My mom's a huge fan of them, which I was always like, really, Mom? I'm like, you got to watch Lifetime <laughs> movies all the time. But that's her thing. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, can be, they can be really silly sometimes, but they can also be very entertaining. Yes. My mom and I would get stuck on Saturday and Sundays all day watching Lifetime movies. Growing oh, up. Oh, yeah, you, you can um, get involved in those marathons and you just can't stop watching. It's like, oh, it's 6 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> like, I guess <laughs> we're not doing anything today. <laughs> exactly. You're like, okay, I guess I can watch one more. Do you have time I'm for, excited like, for it. What was that? I didn't know if you had time for, like, a couple more questions. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, I was just really curious because I noticed in your past interviews you mentioned kind of like what you do on your days off versus what you do when you're working. So on your days off, you say you have a little bit of a workout routine. Can you explain what that's like? I'm just really curious since I'm trying to get myself in shape. Um, well, you know, I, I'm i not really a gym person, which works out for me right now since most gyms are closed. But, um, right. yeah, I, I like doing things like outside, you know, I like swimming, I like bike riding, I like hiking, you know, I like doing things that kind of trick your mind into thinking maybe you're not working out, but you're just having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah. So anything like that that I can do with like a friend or my boyfriend or whatever is great. And then um, aside from that, if I don't have, you know, I don't have a lot of t- free time. Um, so if I don't have time to do a full on thing like that, um, I usually just try at least to wake up in the morning and do um, certain exercises. I stretch and just do um, like some sit-ups and I do some like butt crunches 
and um, and do some like little bit of light weights. Because I'm like, those are the three places that I like to keep as tight as possible are like my butt, my abs, and like my arms. So I just kind of focus on those. And even if I don't even do that many, it's just if you do it every day, but it's only like you're doing, you know, 50 or less, like, I think it's enough to like make sure things don't completely fall apart in your body, you know? So I just kind of do that. And it's like the minimum, but it's like better to do the minimum, I guess, than to do nothing at all, right? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like, even if I go to the gym just for cardio, I'm like, well, at least I did something. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, we give all of our our guests a chance to plug something. So if you want to plug your other future projects coming out or any charities to support anything like that, feel free. You have the mic. Yeah, I don't know. I feel awkward when people say things like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Um, what do I have going on? I just shot a horror movie in Illinois for three weeks. So I'm not sure when that's going to come out, but, um, that was really fun. I got to play a forensic psychologist and, uh, do a lot of running in cornfields. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah, that's, that's sure. about all We're in Illinois. I'm from Illinois. Oh, you are? I was in Monticello. Monticello. Okay. I, I'm like Southwest suburbs of Chicago. So um, Monticello, I think, is like Southern Illinois. Yeah, it's like it's like maybe two and a half hours away from there. Yeah. It was gorgeous. I had a good time shooting there. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all that else that's been going on. I've just been busy trying to get more work going. Yeah, you seem like you never stop working. I was very impressed by your IMDb. I was like, whoa. <laughs> just oh, thank stuff. you. <laughs> I try. Got to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very and very impressive. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everything else you've been working on, and hopefully we'll get more Thank ladies you. in the way and Beacon Hill and all of those. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you so much. It was really fun talking to you guys. Yeah, fun talking Thanks for to coming. You as well. Yeah, of course. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You, you too. too. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Jessica, Bye. as well. Yeah. Bye. Okay. That was Miss Jessica Morris. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy the interview, and we enjoy talking to her. It was great. It was. It was. It was a nice um, interview. Yes. So you can, um, just to kind of give a recap of things that she has coming up, she, of course, has the September 7th movie, Cool Boy Nightmare, which is going to be on Lifetime Channel. And then she also has something called The Anya Club, which is a horror film coming out, and a television series with Vonda Sykes called The Upshaws that she will be in. So we have those to look forward to her, those things to look forward to. And hopefully she'll have that thing with Melissa Archer that will progress and come out. And that film that she mentioned that she's, that she filmed in Illinois. So she has a lot, you know, coming out. She's always doing something. So you can always seem to catch her, Jessica, in something. That's great.
Alright. So. That is awesome. I can't wait to see him. See him. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Great talking to her and I got to fit in some more questions that I wasn't wasn't planning on asking, but I couldn't resist. So and she's just lovely, lovely to talk to. So we enjoyed it. So that wraps things up for here. So our plan is hopefully we will be on these on radio again uh, for either another special guest or another um, great discussion show sometime this month. So just stay tuned to our social media. Um, just want to say thank you to over like 1,300 people who like the Lee's on Radio Facebook page. That's at facebook.com. And also our Twitter um, is, of course, twitter.com slash Lee's on Radio. So stay tuned to those pages, and I will post when we'll be doing an upcoming broadcast. And that wraps things up for us. So we hope you all have a lovely day, and thank you for listening. We love you, and thank you for listening. Um, thank you again, Jessica, for coming and spending time with us. And see you soon. Bye, Christy. Right. Bye, Celia. Everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>